podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Coach Larry Harrison, assistant coach at West Virginia University, and you are listening to the Raspberry Kids. is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by Jeremy J. and Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. This is pop culture. Pop, 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 pop. Today we're talking about something that is not popular, but that is part of our popular culture. It is the DMV. That is the, what does the DMV stand for, Jay? Department of Motor Vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Because in Ohio, it's the Bureau of Motor Vehicles, and it varies from state to state, but the problems remain the same. How do you feel about going to the DMV or BMV, Jay? It's the same as going to uh, get something done with your cell phone. You go to Sprint. You go to Verizon. It's all day. It takes forever. At least it used to. At least it used to. Last time, I, a few times I've been in, in the uh, the cell phone stores, they were a little bit quicker, but the DMV is the absolute, absolute worst the worst you sit in there for so much time and and lord help you if you didn't bring everything you needed because when i talk about ruthless we talk about ruthless people on so many avenues of life <laughs> you know waitresses and people who don't care people who truly don't give a care savage are, are dmb people they, they don't care these, about they, nothing they ain't scared of nothing and there is nothing you can say to, to move them off or make them reconsider. They it's like they all had a bad day every single day that they're in there. Well, and they it's bring... probably true because you work at the DMV. That's your it, fault. It ain't my no, fault. See, that's the, thing you're, that's the thing you're missing. This guy named Chris Everett, who describes himself as an American, he answered this question, Acura, Acura on August the 5th of 2015 by saying there are basically four – No, five reasons why it's so terrible to be a part of the DMV in any fashion, shape, form, or fashion, as the governor, Jim Justice, would say. He said that it's his job function to support some aspects of a DMV, so he'll give some perspective and thoughts. It's got an atrocious problem with uneven demand, meaning that everybody shows up on the same few days. In about three days at the end of the month, and the first two or three days at the beginning of it. So if you go in the middle of the month, it's not as bad, you get shorter lines. But the problem is the DMV doesn't scale at staffing like a private company because it's a public company. So you're going to have to deal with whatever they have there. The other problem is nobody ever wants to go there, and that includes the people working there. You'll never have a customer who's happy to be at the DMV. Have you, Jeremy, ever been like, I can't wait to get to the DMV today? Ever. And nobody what? has ever uttered those words in their life. One time in my it's life, not, son. I was going to say, I, I, I scale it back. There's one time that everybody feels that way. And I might give you two if you say your permit. The second time is when you get your license and you're finally road legal. Without question. That's true. Those are That's good true. days. Yeah. And you're willing to wait no matter how long it takes to get that license. But besides that, nobody wants to be there because there's a problem or it's going to be a hassle. Right. No doubt, 100%. He says it's a grading job that wears people down and makes them hate life. But if you have to be there, it's, <laughs> but you have to be there, and so do DMV employees. Nobody's going to be chipper after all that. Then he says no, it's, it's a- true. I, I mean, seriously, look 
Has anybody that we've known ever went and seen like a just happy, uh, upbeat, Skittles, you know, you know, happy sunshine kind of day? Never. They're Never. mad about everything. They're mad about everything before you even start talking. And he says it's because it's a crappy job, usually with modest pay, yet surprisingly complex procedures, software controls, and policy that basically sucks for employees and customers. When policy is written or passed by the legislature, nobody cares what impact it will have on the front line at the DMV. It add 20 minutes to the wait, make employees enter data in five separate systems, meh, not their problem. Nobody votes an elected official out of office because of the DMV. That's true. That's true. Look, look, but I don't want to hear people complaining about that because there's plenty, plenty of jobs I've had where I felt like the people are making or instituting these new rules every couple months because they don't have to do it. No, you're right. And it doesn't get any better on the telephone either, Jeremy. How, long, how was your wait on the telephone? Terrible. Terrible. Telephone terrible, and- terrible. We'll get- Go ahead. Telephone and internet services are afterthoughts constrained by hidebound legal requirements that nobody has bothered to update since 1946 and which make it near impossible to deliver quality service to people. Now, some states are much better than others, but so far my experience has not been good in West Virginia or Ohio. DMVs I are saw, all- no, granted, I saw a report from the DMV.org or whatever it was that Ohio ranks number one on online. Okay, that's not telephone, I guess, but online DMV. Now, they're 24th like in customer service, like in person, but rankings of the states, they're number one on online. Now, granted, this report was taken a couple years ago, but still, but still. Well, basically, what you're dealing with is DMVs being run by people whose primary job isn't to run the DMV. So they're county assessors or some other random state agency, whatever it may be. They have bigger fish to fry and more pressing concerns. The DMV is simply neglected. At the end of the day, the DMZ, DMV isn't much worse than customer service at any pseudo-monopoly. With no motivation to improve, it won't. And that, to me, is the biggest point. The DMV or BMV, whatever you call it, is a monopoly. You have no option. There's yeah, nowhere yeah, to you, go. You can't do anything else. You yeah, can't amen. do anything else. You're at their mercy. They know it's like- it. You know it. It's like, it's like waiting for your doctor. Anything else, you if you minute late, oh, there's a problem. Your doctor can be 35 minutes late getting into your room, which he mostly is most of the time. But what you gonna do? Who you gonna tell? Yeah, but what at least you can you go. At least to- you can go to another doctor if you really wanted to. You can at least go to another doctor. There is no option. You can't go to another DMV. You're stuck, like Chuck. Telling you. And we don't They're curse all- on this. So I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. All the people at the DMV are just straight up apples. Just straight up <laughs> apples. Hold the tongue, apples. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't be mad but, at them because what? if I worked at the no, DMV, no. I probably would be too. It's true, but no, 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 no. But, 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 but wait, it gets worse. It gets worse with this COVID. Now in West Virginia, it's called to make an appointment. Brandon, do you know how many times I've called? Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to let you hear real quick. Don't say anything. I'm going to let you hear real quick. All right, go ahead. Jordan, hit it. This is what happens when you call the DMV in West Virginia. Right here. So Jeremy never uh, sent me any audio clip for this part, so I'm just going to make it up on the spot. We are currently experiencing higher than normal caller volume. Please try again at a later time. And then they just hang up the phone. There's no leave a message. There's no text or send an email. We'll get back to you. I've called so 
many times. And that's what you get. I showed up there. They gave me a different number. I called it what was on the door. What am I supposed to do, Brandon? What am I supposed to do, world? I'm trying to get this stuff taken care of. And all you do is keep hanging up the phone saying you have high volume. Tell me when to call. What, when do I call to get in to talk to somebody? Like I said, right when you think, right when you think it can't get worse, it's fresh out the fire, pan it into the fire. That's where we're at right now. That's where we're at right now. Like, my bad, that's my phone. But that, that's where we're at right now. So if I get pulled over, I'm just looking look at the cop and be like, hey, what you want me to do? Hey, wait a minute, one second. You right here? All right, listen what happens when I call them. I'm telling you. It's it's the worst it's ever been. It's terrible sitting in there anyway. Uh, it's uncomfortable sitting row after row, chair after chair. And now that we can't even go in, we can't even get a hold of nobody. What are we supposed to do now? What are we supposed to do now? It's all messed up now. Shout out to Diddy. He wasn't talking about the DMV, but he could have been. What do you guys think? What has been your experience at the DMV or the BMV, however you pronounce it? However you describe it, whatever it is in your state, let us know. Let the Raspy Voice kids know on Twitter when you listen to the show. You can leave us an anchor message and actually be featured on the show, or you can get at us in a number of other ways. Do it. Please do it. In the meantime, please like, subscribe, and rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It helps us to grow and expand and reach other markets as far as other people who would like what we're doing. We are of the opinion that if you love West Virginia or you just like listening to people talk about nonsense and laughing a little bit, you will like the show. But that's all contingent on you getting to hear the show. So please like and subscribe, rate and review on iTunes for your boys, the Raspy Voice Kids. Raspy Voice! Big shout to Shrinkables! Shrinkables, supporting the RVK partnership since day one. West Virginia basketball is not right around the corner, but it's not that far off. Ask John Rothstein. He keeps us posted. He's talking about the season. Bob Huggins is telling you to wear a mask so that there can be a season. The Coliseum is getting renovations on the scoreboard um, as well as to the seats. And Oscar Sheway is out here working out like a monster. Jeremy, what do you make of all this? Like I just said, grinding. You better stay in line with she went out here grinding. Now I'll say real quick, we talk about the the Megatron coming or or, or the big board. Uh, I've been to a lot of nice arenas, granted uh, NBA arenas. Uh, I just can't imagine what it's gonna look like, what it's gonna be like when it gets done. Like, like I, I don't know. I haven't seen any sketches or you know any um uh what designs or concepts of what it's supposed to look like. But with the new age and everything coming about and the new chairs, man, and I'm just super pumped. Uh, you know how I feel. I feel like the Coliseum is one of a kind. I feel like it is, you know, one banner away from being legendary. And uh, so I'm pumped about that. But most importantly, man, I always talk about the Javon Carter drive. And the reason why I keep going back to the Javon Carter drive is because Javon Carter, to me, athletically, he was not somebody that you just put in the NBA. He was not somebody who was going to beat you because of his athleticism. His everything about him, his very being is his hustle and his work ethic. Now we have this kid, Oscar Shibwe, who has natural ability, five-star talent, jumping out the building, who can play all kinds of ball. And and what I'm seeing 
is right now it looks like he has that JC-type vibe, that JC-type grind. I'm watching pictures of him in sand, hopping over hurdles, all kinds of stuff. When everybody else is chilling, eating there, you know, you know, I was going to say Sonic, but Sonic and ice cream during COVID, you're relaxing, you don't know if there's going to be a season. This dude is out here working, and that's what you want, people who work. And when you know what happens when you put hard work and extreme talent together? We got legendary. Legendary. Well, I think it's great to see him on the front lines. I think it's important to note, too, that just because you don't um, – record and distribute videos of you working out doesn't mean you're not doing it. I have full faith that all the other guys are doing their thing. Kedry and Johnson has been approved to come to WVU. He said he's going to be leaving on Saturday. So that's big news for the Mountaineers, the point guard, the Juco point guard who's got D1 talent. Uh, He's ready to step on the scene and make his name known. So it's exciting times for WVU basketball if it happens. Jeremy, do you believe that the season will happen? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Basketball. If we're talking about basketball, yeah, I feel like um enough things are going on right now. Uh, you I, mean, I, like the, mind, you I mean like feel- the rates the rates of COVID <laughs> going up exponentially everywhere? I just feel like we have enough months before basketball that I I guess it's just hope wishful thinking. Hopefully, we get it figured out by basketball. You know what? I was saying the same thing about football. I kept saying. Football's so far away. Football's not till August, September. Football, and now, things are awfully scary. <laughs> yep, yep. Things are I, awfully I, scary. I now, obviously, I just don't see human life happens. is the most important. What's most important? I was saying, obviously, human life is the most important. Everybody be health, healthy is the most important. And then after that, on the stuff that's not important, <laughs> Brandon, I'm telling you, it's getting, it's getting real scurred out here. Really is. And and for the people who are saying that this virus isn't killing as many people as they thought it would, that's true. But there are other side effects that people are living with after having COVID. Loss of taste, loss of smell being one of them. But circulatory issues, strokes, and other things are happening too. It's a new it's a new disease. It's a novel virus. They don't they still don't know as much about it as they would like to know. And I'm not proclaiming to know a lot about it either. But I just think that it's a little more dangerous than I got it and I didn't die. So we're going to have to wait and see. Football is more likely to happen, in my opinion, because it's outdoors and it's happening earlier than the second wave that you might expect. Um, indoor sports like basketball, ugh, I just it's hard for me to imagine that it happens. And if it happens, it's hard for me to imagine that it happens on time. I can't see games not being canceled. I can't see games being severely um, – I don't want to say games, but the season – being marred. You want to talk about an asterisk. What are you going to do in the NCAA tournament if five players from a number one seed go down with COVID? Nothing if my team wins. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I agree, but how would you feel if it was Oscar, Taz, uh, Deuce, Kedrian, they all go down? How would you feel then? I I would probably say the same thing I do every year. Always my team. (laughs) Always my team. (laughs) Always my team. If you don't believe it, there's only four teams that are not in TBT. One of them is my team. Telling you, I'm sick of it. So sick of it. Which is another point to make. We got live sports, and even it was marred. TBT did what they could to get rid of the hub cities, make it all in Columbus, did did a lot of aggressive testing, and they still were not able to protect 
from losing teams um, as they've gone on. Forfeitures included, I believe. Um, at least one forfeiture. So, and I could be wrong on that, but I, but I'm pretty sure that's what one of the teams had to forfeit. We know it's that they're so crazy to me that. Go ahead, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, we just know that there have been teams that were supposed to be in it that got left out. Best Virginia was the first one because of multiple COVID tests turning positive. Fortunately, they've already spoken out. Final forecast has spoken out. Best Virginia has spoken out and said that everybody's healthy. Everybody has uh, recovered. But they said it went from people that were asymptomatic to people who had severe breathing problems. And these are young, healthy, in-shape people. So who's to say what happens with all of this? As time goes on, I'm thinking more and more as it goes on that September 5th in Atlanta, not happening. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really scared about that. And it's so certainly, I think the worst and po- certainly no fans. And once again, as in all the unimportant things in life, the thing that makes me the maddest about this unimportant things as sports and whatnot is the fact, obviously, that Best Virginia is not in it. I was so pumped for it. And it's crazy to me to believe or to think there is live sports on ESPN now when there hasn't been. Brandon, I have not watched one second of one game of the TBT period. I just can't get myself to do it. I can't get – and it's crazy. There's nothing else to watch. How can I not be watching? And I'm just so salty. My feelings are so hurt. You know, and I understand it's nobody's to blame, but – you know, yep. it's just hard being me sometimes. It's hard being me. <laughs> Kermit the Frog, son. <laughs> tired of it, Brandon. I'm tired of it. Speaking of Kermit Le Frog, you ready to talk oh, about Patrick Mahomes? In the Ferrari, the Jaguar, switch four leg with the top down, holler about money, money in the ain't a thing. Rich, boy, I see you, boy. You see how much money he made? I understand when you break down the contract, how there's only, you know, the next few years is only 63, only 63 million for the next three years or so. And then it goes up and it's like only 180. There's a bunch of little things in there. Here's the thing. First of all, I believe that it was Bieber on the Khaled track who said, I said, you're looking for the truth, the money never lies, no. I'm the one, yeah, I'm the one, yeah. That's all you need to know. They know he's a man. They paid him like they know he's the man. Half a billion dollars? And I've been feeling like this for a while. And I'm not a genius. I'm not a genius. But I watch the Chiefs. And you watch how young uh, Patrick Mahomes is. And the way they won, they didn't roll over people like um, like, like, uh, in the playoffs, like we played our best football. I think a lot of the games, they didn't play their best football, and they still won. They're going to win a lot of championships. They Super are Bowl, going. Super Bowl championships? Super, they are going to win a lot of Super Bowl championships as long as Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are together. And I thought this before, and I'm sure a lot of other people, I'm not a genius. I mean, obviously, it's something that makes sense. A young quarterback wins. He's young. He's hungry. He makes plays. But Brandon. When I saw this contract, I realized the whole world knows this. This is not a fluke. This is not Joe Flacco winning a Super Bowl with the Ravens. This is what we call it's a new era. It's a new era. Tom what? Brady goes to the Bucks, and the Buck passed. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs kingdom, well, you actually, you know what? We've always been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Shout out to my father, RIP to the late Tony Phoenix, Chiefs fan forever. Um, Jeremy, the thing that's interesting to me about this contract is $140 million is guaranteed despite injury. Can you imagine knowing that no matter what happens over the next 10 years, you're going to get $14 million a year, basically? $140 million. That's what they guarantee. I believe Kanye West said it. I bet uh, I believe Kanye West said it best when he said, "Wait till I get my money straight." And then he said, "Cause you saying something, uh, uh, uh-uh, you, you can't, can't tell, tell me, me nothing. nothing. Can't tell me nothing. Hundred forty million guaranteed. I'm gonna ski when I feel like it. I'm gonna... No, <laughs> you know are you mean? kidding me? Are you kidding me with this contract? I'm not doing nothing to avoid it. Nothing. Brandon, one hundred forty million dollars. What you gonna say to me? No, but the Brandon, contract. Here's the, the contract. I guarantee you, the contract has incentives in it. Not incentives. It has clauses in it that says he can't do certain things. And if he has forty million, sense, period. And here's the thing. No, you know how the, much clauses, say, the clauses say you can't do certain things, or the contract is void. Like if you, I guarantee okay. you he's not allowed to ride a motorcycle. I guarantee it. I would bet any well, amount well, of money he's not allowed to ride a motorcycle unless he specifically negotiated it. That way, if he gets in an injury, if he gets in a wreck and injures himself on a motorcycle, the contract is void and they don't owe him nothing. Okay, but I will also say. Um, so when Michael Jordan was playing with the Bulls, making all that money, when LeBron signed with the Cavs out of high school, do you know who paid his bills, who paid uh, him the most, them the most? The sneaker deal. Nikes, endorsement deals. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is about to go through the roof, through the roof on endorsement deals. He already has some. He was on the cover of Madden a couple years ago. This dude, that $500 million that's not guaranteed, but 140 of it is, I guarantee you these endorsement deals, as long as he keeps his nose clean, Kermit is about to make a lot of Skrilla. Yeah, it's interesting. And it also makes it interesting. This is what I always say in relationships. You've been dating a dude. I say this to women. You've been dating a dude for four, five, six, seven years. He ain't the one. You just, well, sorry, more importantly, you ain't the one. Because dudes, wife, women that they love, they lock it down. Right. They just do. I know it's a new era. Things are a little bit different. But men in any society, as long as human history has existed, lock it down and get married. That's what the Chiefs just did. They found the one and they locked it down. The Cowboys out here playing games with Dak because he ain't the That's one. True. That's true. The Chiefs said to Patrick Mahomes, Oh, Boy, I love you so. Never, never, ever, ever gonna ever let, let you, you go. go. Once I get my hands on you, <laughs> and then they ended with, "I hope you feel the same way too." And he did. He signed that contract. And you know what else is funny about this, Jeremy? What do you do? You know who broke the story first? Uh, TMZ. Not TMZ. Not Adam Schefter. None of the usuals. A a uh, liquor store clerk who works in Kansas City. She had an executive from the Chiefs come in and buy six bottles of Dom Perignon, and she said there must be a big signing. My guess is Patrick Mahomes, and she was right. And Adam Schefter was in her inbox later on congratulating her on getting the scoop. Love it. I love stuff like that, but I just think it's interesting when teams don't sign players or they put them, you know, even like the Cam Newton deal. The Cam Newton deal is a prove-it deal, and it's good enough for him because it puts him in a position to win a Super Bowl, um, but 
they're not showing him the money or the respect. Patrick Mahomes got all the respect. The question, Jeremy, no, no. do you – What? Go ahead. No, no, go, go, go with your question. Do you believe this is a Scottie Pippen type deal, meaning it sounds good when you sign it, but 10 years down the road we might be looking back thinking he should have waited for the next collective bargaining no. agreement? The the the, the Scottie Pippen <laughs> the Scottie Pippen deal was the worst deal in history in the history of history and the thing is I feel like his agent told him the truth and he just wanted that money right then no way yeah but no even way, Magic Johnson twenty five years twenty five million dollars sounded amazing when Magic Johnson signed it but we know that it didn't take long for that to be a bad contract too. Well, that's what, that, well. Here's the thing. Somebody was talking earlier, and I didn't do all the X's and O's of the contract, but they said. You're saying that this is so crazy, but in five years, this is going to be an outdated contract. Uh, yeah. But but I truly believe, first of all, these numbers are just ridiculous. And and the truth is, as long as he keeps winning, they're going to win. Brandon, they're going to win. They're going to win. It's hard to they're say. They're going to win most. Jeremy, you got to remember, Brandon. the Texans had them down 24 to nothing last year. That's right. That's what I'm saying. They're not even playing their best ball, and they're just beating people. Do you, yeah, do, name and how do you game, keep a team around him? They, they've got a two or three year window to win another Super Bowl, in my opinion, um, before they got to start signing contracts to keep that Brandon, team whole. Brandon, their defense, their, their defense wasn't stellar. Their defense wasn't amazing. The receivers on their squad, okay, you have one superstar and uh, number ten, who but Tyree Sammy Hill. Watkins, Sammy Watkins is great, but Sammy Watkins wasn't demanding top dollar. Some of the other fast players weren't the demanding top dollar. The running back that they got from LSU, punch me in the face right now because I can't remember his name, number 22. Hilaire. That kid Hilaire. is be- is beyond the steal of the entire draft. Market here. Get him in your fantasy league. Brandon, have you watched him? I watched him. I went back and rewatched him. Joey Burrow even said he's the best player on the team. This kid is silky smooth, lightning quick. Put him on that Chiefs team. See, the thing is with the Chiefs, Right now, it's not just that they have the best quarterback. It's not just that they have a great, great coach, but they have great staff for, for personnel. Yeah, I agree. Develop kids. It's, it's just like New England. So you're moving. You're moving into a genius offensive line. Bill Belichick was a genius defensive mind, who also is great at developing players and seeing talent, you know, and bringing them aboard. Brandon, this they're they're they are going to be the dynasty of the next 10 years, which is obvious to say. I felt this way, but when I saw the contract, it hit me. They they, they feel the way, same way too. No, you're right. It's going to be interesting to watch and see. Um, it'll be interesting too to see where people like Tavon Austin, who still hasn't signed, will land. Um, what Geno Smith's going to do in Seattle, what Bruce Irvin's going Can to do you in imagine Tavon? imagine if Tavon went to the, to the Chiefs? Chiefs? Or New England is what I keep nope, saying. Chiefs. Nope, I don't want to hear no New England. Tom Brady's gone. Not to say he's not going to be the same. Uh, by the way, by, you know what? You know what? Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Real quick, Brandon. Pause for a second. Are you rooting for Cam Newton in New England? 100%. Are you kidding me? Like he said, there's Brandon. only one beast in the in the jungle, and when he roars, everybody stops. I can't wait for Cam Newton at former MVP Cam Newton, uh, former NFC champion Cam Newton, to go and tear it up in New England under the tutelage of the greatest coach in the history of organized sports, Bill Belichick. Yes. 
I say second only to Nick Saban, but go ahead. Second to Nick Saban? Yeah. Boy, stop. Yeah. We argued about this before. You got to stop with that. Um, uh, yeah, it's close. It's close one. Nick Saban Saban's comes with Belichick's tree. Remember Nick that. Nick Saban does LSU and Alabama. Both of them. Yeah, yeah. NFL is a different animal. To keep winning for a, for de- a decade, over a decade in the NFL. Oh, you mean like to, to be able to win in a decade when you have a quarterback who stays around for a decade? Now the quarterback who only stays a couple years? Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Go ahead. Okay, we're about to find out, though. We're about to find <laughs> out. We're about to find yeah. out because it's Cam Scam Newton. Yeah, man. Do we Here have we anything go. else on the agenda for today? No, that's it. That's all I got. All right, well, that's what's up. Shout to our sponsors. Huh? Oh, my bad. My bad. I thought you were wrapping up. I, I thought I, <laughs> I thought to talk off air, and you still on air. My bad. No, it's all good. It's all good. I don't really have anything to say besides get at your boys like always, Raspy Voice Kids, everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And shout to our sponsors. We love y'all. Thank y'all. And thank you for our loyal listeners. We need y'all, and we appreciate y'all. Podcast Network.